Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Thank you for joining me today on Ask the Beauty Advisor. This is the podcast where we talk about all things health and beauty, and I'm your health and beauty coach, Deanna, who's here to help you get healthy, stay young, and be beautiful. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about glycation. Suddenly, glycation has become a buzzword that's gaining more and more momentum in the consumer and retail world. Although most of us skincare professionals have known of this term, glycation is now being discussed in more consumer magazines. I thought this would make a great episode, especially if you're not sure what glycation means or you'd like to understand a little bit more about the process of glycation. It's important that you understand what glycation is, especially if you're one of those people like myself who want to stay young and be healthy. Glycation affects not only our health, but it also affects our appearance. Now, I'm sure you already know or have heard how damaging the consumption of sugar is to our health. But what we sometimes forget is that sugar can also affect our skin. And even though the process of glycation is a natural process in which the sugar in your bloodstream attaches to a protein, forming a harmful new molecule. So now, how does glycation factor into the age equation? Well, it's not necessarily accurate to say that sugar causes all the wrinkles because there are some complex biological pathways happening that can involve more than sugar alone. But too much glycation may affect the type of collagen you build, which is a huge factor in determining how resistant your skin will be to wrinkling. But are there ways that we can minimize the effects of glycation? Well, today's guest, Dr. Annette Tuba, a scientist and an expert on the subject, is here to share her knowledge and expertise with us. Dr. Annette Tuba, founder of Dynamis Skin Science and the inventor of MEG21, is a brilliant... Wait, no. You know what? I'm going to let you eavesdrop on a conversation I had with Dr. Tuba. I'm going to let her tell her own story. So why don't we go ahead right now and tune into that conversation I had with the doctor. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, Dr. Tuba. It's a pleasure for me to have you on today. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our treat. It's a real treat for us to have you here today. Now, today, I know we're going to be talking about glycation. But before we get started, you know, Dr. Tuba, you have a very interesting story and a very interesting background that led you into the cosmetic or skincare industry. Can you tell me just a little bit about your path and about about yourself? I'd love to hear a little bit more about you. Surely. Uh, I am a, uh, the accent's from the Bronx, <laughs> and I am a cell biologist. I have a PhD, uh, postdoc at Rockefeller University, and then I went to law school because I was interested in health legislation. Uh, and from there, I landed up uh, working for a large pharmaceutical company and then starting my own business 
as a consultant to the biotech industry. And from there, I was asked by the Fox Chase Cancer Center in Philadelphia to start a company around their technology that was related to uh, diabetes and cancer. But the focus was on diabetes because the relationship to sugar and problems in the kidney and the eye uh, was pretty strong. And in the course of that research that the scientists were doing, I got involved in the science as well as being the business person. And I concluded that this pathway that causes problems in a disease has to be linked to aging. Because what happens with diabetic complications, not the disease, but the complications, like kidney disease and blindness, those are accelerated aging diseases. As people age, they, they lose their eyesight, they, their kidney doesn't work so well, they get stiff, their hearts don't work as well. Well, it, also as we age, our skin doesn't do so good. And so we realized that the sugars that we were studying was causing a whole lot of problems, not just kidney problems. And so uh, we then looked at the skin and um, were able to discover that the skin actually is loaded with these glycated products. And a glycated product means where sugar has interacted with the proteins in the skin. And that's what we seek to control. That process is part of the aging process. And it happens in the kidney as well as the skin. Just so that all of us completely understand the process of glycation, would you mind just elaborating on what glycation is just a little deeper for us? Yes. Glycation in the the really um, aging, rapid aging system means that these sugars, they're very reactive sugars, interact with the collagen and the elastin in your skin, which makes up your skin. Those are the two most important components. And what it does is they cross-link the collagen. So if you can imagine... <laughs> a soldier with two arms and they're out there grabbing things in a fight, <laughs> uh, you'll see that pretty soon if they're grabbing different things, you're going to have a tangle after a short time. And that's what happens to the skin. These sugar, these toxic sugars have two arms, literally two arms that are active and they bind to one piece of collagen and then another or a collagen and an elastin. And so then before you know it, you have a tangle. That tangle takes up less space. And so all the water that's usually surrounding these collagens and elastins is lost. And that's why you get dry skin. And what's more, you get wrinkles because they take less space. There's a collapse. And what you're seeing in the wrinkles is the collapse space. Now, scientists got very clever, and they call these glycated products AGES, A period, G period, E period, and that stands for Advanced Glycation End Products. And so AGES 
are glycated products. And the, what you see when you have these ages is dry skin, wrinkles, fine lines, as well as hyperpigmentation because the pigment also gets scrunched together. So what was even toned is now blotchy or spots. You'll have to excuse me here, Dr. Tuba. I'm not a scientist, and I don't mean to ask you ridiculous questions, but what I'm hearing you say is that these symptoms can be produced by sugar. That's right. We believe, well, yes, the sugar, you can't have glycation without sugar. Okay. Sugar drives the glycation. All right. And it's in steps. And as it goes from step to step, it gets progressively more dangerous. For example, glucose and fructose are sugars. And we consume way too much of those. In addition, a lot of these uh, starches, especially the highly refined flours, get converted into sugars while we sleep. So all of this sugar that we're eating and these refined flours that can convert it to these simple sugars now become little active sites. And when they see a protein or a fat or, or DNA, they can interact with them, especially fructose. And what happens is it doesn't stop there. The next step is the body wants to get these sugars off our proteins. It doesn't like that. That's not healthy. But in the process, it produces even more toxic sugars. The body needs these amino, the building blocks of of protein to build more proteins because we're always rebuilding ourselves. So it's really focused on getting the proteins clean of the sugars. But in the process, these toxic sugars accumulate. Before, in the old days, it wasn't as much a problem. But now, because we consume so much sugar, then it has become a problem. And so we are focused on preventing that, that happening. Is there any way at all that we can prevent this? Because, you know, sugar seems to be in everything. Even the fruit we eat has a lot of sugar in it. It's in everything. You're absolutely right. The fruit I give a pass to, and the reason I do, unless you're diabetic, is because it carries, we've we've done a lot of testing on natural ingredients, and a lot of the fruit have inhibitors. That is something that stops all this toxic effect. They actually are in the fruit. When you figure that fruit and flowers and plants are out in the sun. They're constantly being bombarded with radiation so from the sun. So they have to have a means to protect themselves. And that means also comes into the body when we eat these things. And they have natural inhibitors of these toxic sugars, interestingly enough. Wow. But uh, there are other ways to do that. And, and, Sunscreen, obviously, is important. And then also, in terms of diet, is to get away from the refined uh, flours and the super, uh, souped, extra potent, big, mega sodas that contain high fructose corn syrup, because that has not, it's high fructose. That means it has extra fructose added to regular corn syrup. So what they do is that when they make high fructose corn syrup, 
they're actually actually adding an enzyme that adds more fructose to the corn syrup. So now you're getting even more sugar, fructose, which is, the, we believe, the culprit for not only disease, but for accelerated aging of the skin. When it comes to our skin, is there a way that we can prevent this process of glycation or even reverse it? Well, our solution is to create create, create skin treat make twenty one skin treatments. What because the make twenty one has ingredients that inactivate these sugars. They bind to it, and, and it's an, a natural a natural product. We add there for that, and then we add a uh, where I think it's clever. I would like to say we. We thought of it. We stumbled on it. Is reality? It was serendipity while we were doing the diabetes research, but we discovered that there is a um, a sorbitol derivative that actually binds to this in this process, so you don't get the toxic sugar. And so we put that in the cream. It's safe. It's been around forever, and. Um, you know, it's it's allowed to be in 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 pills and injectables and all kinds of things. So we add that to the cream, and then we've done screening of natural ingredients that stop the process. And so we use those ingredients too. You know, you do have an interesting story how you stumbled into skincare, that discovery. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about that molecule as it relates to inflammation and free radicals? Yes, it was during uh, cancer research at early stages at, at Fox Chase Cancer Center. And what happened is these people were experts in NMR uh, or MRIs. They could read those charts that are so complicated to read. And they, would they had a cancer grant, and they noticed a peak in this chart of all these ups and downs, you've all seen those uh, printouts of when <laughs> you're in one of these uh, MRI machines, or you have friends who have, but it's, it's just a whole bunch of data, up and down squiggly lines. And they noticed one they couldn't identify before. And it was, it is that peak was something that was actually in the body um, during one of the tests, and they noticed that it was there, and they said, how could that be there? And they started studying it, and they realized that, that it was uh, a precursor to these toxic sugars. I, I, sorry, it wasn't a precursor, that it couldn't form a toxic sugar, but it was there and it was in the body. So we knew the ingredient was in, could be in the human being and be safe because these people were not uh, reacting to it. They were being, uh, in fact, they were being treated for cancer, but it had, this had nothing to do with the cancer. It was because of the test. They discovered it in the test that they were doing on cancer patients to see if they were progressing or not because of their treatments. This was a coincidental discovery. And we said, oh, wow, you could put this in people. It doesn't hurt them. And it looks like it protects them from these toxic sugars. So then they did a whole bunch of studies to show 
that it protects from the toxic sugars. And in point of fact, what we recently discovered in at least three different universities, that it actually prevents the inflammation that goes with these toxic sugars. And so not only do we uh, treat glycation, stop it from happening, but we also um, are very effective at lowering the inflammatory response. And that was new and novel and very exciting because it takes out the redness from skin as well. So make 21 actually when you put it on, on the skin, you see the redness goes away. Yes, that's absolutely right. That's the first thing I noticed when I started using the Meg 21. My skin looked less blotchy. I have little red blotchy capillaries. My skin's very sensitive. So right away, I noticed that it looked really even in tone, and I could almost go without makeup. And after about six weeks of using it, my skin really looked good. In fact, it has no blotchiness whatsoever on it now. And... I'm amazed. I've used a lot of skincare products and my skin was pretty good. It really was. But this really bumped it up a notch. So I'm going to continue using the Meg 21. Exactly. What it has done, if it's when you immediately see it, is that it is quieting the inflammatory response in the cells in your skin. And we have data to support that. Uh, you actually can isolate these inflammatory cells from you, from your body. So we, we get those cells. And when we add the ingredient that's in the MEG-21, they, the, all these reactive inflammatory mark, uh, proteins go down, calm down. Yeah, so I, I definitely what MEG-21 is is an anti-inflammatory effect as well as an anti-glycation. And that's unusual because most of the treatments out there are infl- inflammatory, you know, that you you mm-hmm. you, you scrape right. out the skin and then it regrows, right? Yeah, it regenerates it. That's right. Uh, what we do is just quiet it. We just make it calm and it heals itself. Actually, we're just promoting a good environment for skin so it can heal itself. Now, I don't know if this is my imagination, but my skin actually feels firmer. It has kind of a different texture to it. It looks a lot healthier, and it feels more flexible, and it looks firmer. Is that totally possible? That's absolutely correct. We increase skin elasticity and firmness. We've done a lot of clinical studies on on women, and uh, and we actually can measure skin elasticity and firmness, and we can measure the difference with the use. The first thing you see when you use MEG-21 is you see the redness fade. You also see an even tone, and you actually see a glow because you've taken out the irritation. But with time, you see that the fine lines and the wrinkles disappear. Mm -hmm. Continue using the product. You get tremendous moisturization. And it's not because we're adding a lot of moisturizers. It's because we're keeping the skin normal. And so as a result, the water that's normally there stays there. And then finally, you start getting the even tone on your pigment. And you actually get like this lightning effect, but not like a skin lightning effect, you know, that it's just brighter. 
Exactly. That's exactly what I've been noticing happening to my skin. MEG-21 has supplement in it. Supplement is a word that I've created uh, because it's supple, makes the skin supple, and it's amine. And amine is a part of the a protein, an amino acid. Uh, so what we have done is we've added something that will bind to this enzyme so that you don't get this toxic sugar formed. And then we have something that binds to the toxic sugars that come in from the diet. And that is also, that's a natural product. That's an, uh, that, so that also. And then we've added some natural ingredients in some of our products. The Boost, for example, the MEG21 Boost, where we actually add that to the supplement as well. And they all act to prevent these uh, inflammation, glycation, and oxidative stress associated with aging skin or irritated skin. I have to tell you, the eye cream is one of my favorite products. I never use eye cream. Most eye creams out there will swell up my eyes or irritate my eyes, but the Meg 21 eye cream doesn't affect my eyes whatsoever. Not one bit. It's a pleasure for me to use the eye cream. We actually do a sensitization study on, hum on humans. Mm -hmm. uh, they, we put these patches of cream on um, a, a, whether it's Meg Advance, Meg 21 Advance, Meg 21 I. I especially, we've done this. And they put them on the back of volunteer women, and then they look to see if it irritates them. Yeah. And we do that study to make sure that there is no irritation. Dr. Tuba, the products are really amazing. And I want to thank you for developing them because as an esthetician, I have used a lot of stuff out there. And these products truly, truly have been amazing for my skin. Oh, I'm so pleased. Thank you so much. You have to understand we're a bunch of scientists. And making... <laughs> The, 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 the chemist who isolated this enzyme and expressed it in E. coli, and you know, doing all the real high-tech biotech on it, he's the one who formulated the cream with me, the, treat, the Meg uh, oh. uh, face treatment. And I formulated the advance because my chin started, uh, I'm not young, and my chin started to sag. And so I... Um, I said, I don't want this. And so I made a super duper high strength. The advanced formula, MEG21, is, is high, high potency. And if you go from your, the bottom of your earlobe down and up around under your, that little soft spot underneath your chin, mm -hmm. and then back up to the other point where your muscle is attached, mm -hmm. it, it's, it stops that from uh, sagging. Yes. Well, wow. I haven't tried the advance yet. I'm anxious to wait that I'm a mature woman and I hate my neck. So I'm dying to try the advance. That'll be next on my list. I know you said it was better than a facelift. Oh, I yeah. It, it helps with crepey skin. Uh, do the, the chest as well, you know, where you can see it, what gets exposed to the sun all the time. Right. Um, Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's really good because it has a lot of the active supplement in it. Yeah, well, I'll put it under my arms too. Maybe I should just bathe in it. <laughs> yes, 
Um, uh, well, I lost weight and I put it on, you know, where that flabby part of the arm is. Yep. Now it's not like getting surgery, but it sure helps. It helps keep it firm. Oh, wow. Really? I haven't tried that. I'll have to try that. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. We've actually done a double blind placebo control study on the, uh, the upper arm, the top of the arm. I don't know how to put, express it. And, and actually, if, if you, if someone goes to our website, we have the studies up there with the data. Because I believe in disclosure. I'm used to publishing everything. So it's all on our website. Well, then, I think this might be the perfect time, then, for you to tell the listeners where they can find your website. Can you do that for us? Oh, thank you so much. It's www.meg21.com. And it's Meg, M as in Mary, E as in egg, G as in good, 2-1, not, not the words 21, but just 2-1.com. So it's Meg21.com. And also, I'll put a direct link to Dr. Tuba's website right in the show notes so that all you have to do is just click on that link and you'll go right to her website. We've only got about two or three minutes left here today on the show, and I appreciate you giving us as much time as you have. But I would like to ask you just one more question, if I may, and that is, what is the recommended amount of sugar a person should have in a day? Well... No one's going to like my answer, uh, yeah, but I'll go easy. I don't I well, it depends. If you're, uh, if someone, uh, the listeners are overweight and which means they might be pre-diabetic, then uh, the probably no more than 50 to 60 grams. So what is that? Five or six teaspoons? Yeah. It's not a lot. Um and and then in regards to the flowers, the starches, um, if you, I'm afraid that if you're really concerned, you have to go more towards a higher protein diet than a high carb diet. It's really the carbs that are going to really undo you. I, I, I don't count vegetables. If you're eating vegetables, that's okay. Provided you're eating vegetables without sugars. But even sweet potatoes are okay. It's just when you start adding butter and sugar, brown sugar, then then no, it's not okay. Um, so you have to have a balance, and and definitely none of the sugars in the sodas. I think if you keep the diet healthy with uh, the emphasis on the protein rather and mm-hmm. and vegetables mm-hmm. rather than on the carbs. You, you'd be much better off in terms of this pathway. And unless you're highly underweight or very, very active where you burn off your sugar. But these toxic sugars are, to- are really toxic. They, kill, they cause cell death. Um, and you see, they come in in the diet. I guess what I should do is mention what are the worst foods. The worst foods are sugar cooked with protein. So what is that? That's your cheesecake, not the French cheesecake, but the cheesecake that's really delicious. (laughs) (laughs) The one that's baked with the eggs and sugar, (laughs) that's bad. Um, Sausage. A lot of the sausages have sugar added. Try to go to a a butcher that doesn't add sugar to their meat. Cooking meat 
with sugars causes the browning effect. Well, those browning stuff that you see that tastes so good, those are ages. They are your advanced glycation end products. When we consume them, they get absorbed into our body. And then we got to get rid, then your liver and your kidney have to get rid of them. And, but they land up in the skin. They land up in your arteries. They land up in a lot of places. They're active. They are not neutral. So you want to try to avoid that. I mean, I like to eat. I'm Italian. So I yeah. definitely like to eat. You just have to be conscious of what you're doing. You know, be mindful. That if you're eating this one day, make sure you don't the next day. Well, I eat a lot of pasta myself. It's just, it's everywhere. It's easy to throw a, a pasta dish in the microwave. So, yeah, I I know. You're making me feel really guilty here because I do No, eat I don't want to do that. I, I truly don't. If you're eating pasta, make sure it's al dente. The more you cook it, the more easily it breaks down and then goes right into your blood. If it's harder, then your body has to have the water in its gut to sort of do, to, to solubilize it a little bit. Anything you can to slow down the digestive process is good. So I'll eat popcorn, especially after I've been not so good <laughs> in what else I ate. Because popcorn slows down the digestive system. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Now, this isn't hardcore science. This is what I've noticed. Um, so that kind of thing. You want to eat complex carbs. That's a compromise. Instead of eating, so eat whole wheat pasta. Make it more complex. The harder it is for your body to digest, the more time your body has to handle it. And that gives the body time to detox its own self. The body is capable of detoxing all of this. We're on overload because we're so affluent. You know, all of this is so interesting. I could talk about this with you for hours, but uh, my unfortunately, my online studio is about ready to bump us off, and I don't want to get disconnected before I'm able to say goodbye and to thank you so much for coming on the show, and we'll have to do it again. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for your patience, and thank you for bringing all this information to me as well as my listeners. We will talk to you soon. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, then. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dr. Tuba as much as I did. She was so much fun, and her skincare is truly amazing. Please don't forget to go and check out her website and read about her skincare. She's an amazing woman with an amazing discovery. Also on our blog, we have a whole article on glycation. We also have an article on some of the sugars that you really want to avoid. So if you're really interested in your health and your skin, you may want to go check out that blog post for this episode. I have links to both our article for this episode in the show notes. I also have a link to Dr. Tuba's um, website. All right, then. With all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. I will be back next week. I hope you will be. Have a great week. The Beauty Advisor is a part of the Beauty Radio Network. 
If you have a podcast or need help in starting a podcast and would like to be a part of a free, supportive network, then learn more by contacting Deanna at beautyradionetwork.com.